This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today is my 100th episode. Who better to join me for this milestone are my two most frequent guests, my daughter, Katrina, and my great friend and fellow podcaster, Donna the Dead. Welcome back to the show, ladies. Woohoo. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for coming, uh, having me back again. I'm like tripping all over my words. I swear I did not drink. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know right now. <laughs> You guys are always so funny, too, because anytime you guys are both on the show together, you guys both like pause and hesitate waiting for the other person to say something. Because we never know who's going to go first. We just we're trying to be polite. <laughs> and then you guys trip over yeah, each Dad. other. <laughs> <sighs> you guys are funny. Anyway, so for this 100th episode, uh, we'll be talking about a movie that is a huge favorite uh, for a lot of people and is one of the most highly regarded horror movies of all time the 1973 classic, The Exorcist. And we'll also be talking about the recently released legacy sequel, Exorcist Believer. So when we get to that point, we'll put up a huge spoiler warning because of course we're going to spoil it as usual. Um, so if you don't want to listen to uh, spoilers for the new movie, uh, you'll have to cut it off then, watch the movie and come back. But at least for the beginning, we're going to be talking about the original, The Exorcist, um, which is something I honestly didn't think I'd be talking about much uh, on the show, just because I've never been a really big fan of this movie. So, but it's been over 20 years, I think, since I last saw it. So I was willing to, you know, go back, rewatch it, see maybe if I changed my mind any, and I kind of have not a whole lot, but I think it's probably a little bit better than it. I thought it was before. So, but now I'll be able to find out what Donna thinks and what Katrina thinks about the movie as well. So <laughs> I mean, so. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in agreement with you. I've never really been a huge fan of it, despite loving horror right. movies. I'm just not a big possession person like in films. That's I, my thing. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I thought it was better watching it, rewatching it recently. I, I I'm like you, I feel like I, I can see why there is such a, a love for it watching it this go around but yeah i kind of can but at the same time i'm (laughs) like i still don't i still don't understand the the enthusiasm for it yeah there's a lot of love yeah like i just it's 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 such a slow burn and a slow burn with barely anything happening and so many different storylines going through it that Mm -hmm. they kind of bop back and forth like if we'd had maybe i don't know um, Father Karras's story in the beginning leading up to a certain point and then Reagan and Chris's storyline up to a point um, and then we never really get anything with Father Marin except for in the very beginning and at the uh-huh. very end so it's kind of like there's there's so many different plots going on and and everything else that it was just like I, I still liked it more this time I, I think that you know I've I've matured as a horror watcher Uh now but i'm in the same place as you where possession horror doesn't do a lot for me um 
And but and and like I said, because of the slow burn nature of it and kind of the all over the place back and forth um, with the narrative. And that's fine. I've seen other movies that do the same thing and I've enjoyed right. those movies. But for some reason, this one still bugs me a little bit because the story just isn't as interesting, I think, to me. Um, and I get that it's wildly interesting to other people. I just don't understand completely. But what did you think, Katrina? Uh, you didn't say so anything before. I, so. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't. The not a fan personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> plain and simple. I the first movie. I it could not hold my attention. Like I was on my phone. I was nearly falling asleep in some parts. I just <laughs> I could. I like. I think the story. For me, it was a little bit difficult to follow, and I I was losing interest so much that even if there was story that I could follow, I wasn't paying attention enough uh-huh. to catch it. Right. So right. I I I finished the movie feeling like I had wasted time, <laughs> like I could have been doing something else rather than watching the movie. But and it's a long movie it was, too. It's it was, I think it's almost yeah, two it's hours super long. Super long, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and you know, normally the slow burn horror, I I can sit and watch something that's going to take a yeah. while to build up to something. But I, I felt the same way. I was just kind of like, I I know you know this is one of regarded as one of the classics, but I'm just like, but why though? I mean, this is. <laughs> right. I feel like I could read the book and maybe I would enjoy the book way more than I enjoyed the film. If that makes maybe. any sense at all, yeah. it's just. It's just not. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like no, what you said. I, it's like we've got three different things going on, and none of yeah. them are really fleshed out. And it's kind of like I get little piecemeals of, and I get it. All of these things have to come together, but it still feels kind of dry. Like there's no, right. there's no oomph to it. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen maybe their stories cross in and out of each other. Maybe that would have made more sense, and so that at least there'd be. You know, I don't know, something more going right. on. But like, you know, uh, you always see the clips um, from this movie. And when watching it this time, I was like, all those clips happen in the like last 20 goddamn minutes mm-hmm. of this movie. Like almost everything, not not everything, but a good portion of it happens at the very end. And I'm like, I don't know. I think sometimes modern movies do things a lot better with their pacing and their editing and everything. And whereas this movie, this movie doesn't give me that sense of dread that I would want for this something movie like felt this. like it was like 80 or 90 percent exposition. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> yeah. the rest of the movie happened in like the last 20 minutes. Right. You know, because I get it. Like, you know, uh, Father Karras has this, you know, re- like he's having kind of a crisis of faith mm-hmm. and, you know, his mother's dying and then she does die. Um, and I get that that's that's the whole point of that is then to get to him being in the exorcism and him having to grapple with that faith and, and understand, OK, yes, this is real. This is something I have to do. And then, you know, the demons also throwing out about, you know, his mother and and all this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so I get that that's what that has to do, but I don't know. They're like, I don't know. It's just sometimes and not, I won't say this about all seventies movies, but sometimes some seventies movies was, were so like 
slow and self-indulgent in a way mm-hmm. that like they didn't get to the point quick enough um and 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 it's not just the 70s it was even today movies are like that but those movies are boring to me too so <laughs> but you know it's just that's that's what's frustrating about the movie is that i feel like there's a good movie in there um but if you strip away some of it it would make it better um, and that's and why, and and I only watch the reg, like the the regular theatrical version. I can't, I I don't know if watching the extended director's cut would be any better because no, that just means you're wouldn't. giving me more stuff. It know? wouldn't because that's the one yeah. I watched, and I was just like, yeah, what did you really add? Because nothing is. Yeah. I mean, it's still boring. Um, and I think too, you know, because it was a movie in the seventies and it was so groundbreaking because they were, you know, having yeah. a, a kid say all of these filthy things and the, the <laughs> yeah. special effects were real <laughs> creepy. I think for them that's shocking. Yeah. And it, maybe it's because now I've, I've gotten so desensitized <laughs> to horror movies. Right. I'm just kind of like that, that really wasn't that scary, but okay. I'll put myself in the place of someone in the seventies who's never seen something this gross, I, I guess. Um, but well, and that's yeah, other, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I, I don't know, man. I watching it again. Like I said, I, I got a little bit more respect for it, but yeah, it's just not it's not for me. It, it really there. It, I recently watched a possession movie that I thought was extremely good and I don't even like possession movies. And right. That had me in more of a state of, oh, my God, what's going to happen than this movie did. Yeah. No, and that's the same thing. Like I, I would say I'm not I'm not really a fan of possession movies, but of course, obviously my favorite um horror Evil franchise Dead. is the Evil Dead franchise, and that's all about <laughs> being possessed. So, right. you know, so I guess, you know, it, it, when you do it in a good way, you know, do it in a way I like like that, then yes, I like that stuff. But you know, this this movie, um I was gonna say something that I forgot. Um Oh, but like putting into the context of the the time period and mm-hmm. that the reason why it was the scariest movie of its time. And I understand. Fine. You know, there were um, people were more religious at the time mm-hmm. um, and there was a lot of, you know, that that was freaky to them, like, you know, a, a demon possessing a child and everything like that. But like you said, we've seen so many other movies that are like even more horrible Mm-hmm. that in terms of the gore and the violence and the kids cursing and whatever else that, you know, it seems so tame in comparison um, these days. And so, yeah, going back and watching it while I agree with you, I've got a little bit more respect for it. And, and I enjoyed it slightly more than I probably would mm-hmm. have before that. I still don't see it as a, as a great movie. It's still not going to ever be, anywhere near my top 10 it's i don't even think it's gonna crack my top 100 honestly so it's just there's to me there's so many other better movies that are more entertaining and um just flow better yeah and it kind of sucks for me too because i oh go ahead before before we started talking i watched like a four minute video on youtube of a of like a recap of the movie and I understood the movie more from that four minute recap than I did trying to watch the entire. Well, yeah, because it breaks it down. You're right. Yeah, it, like it summarizes it so much better than the movie does. 
which is really sad. <laughs> I, I feel like you should be able to watch a movie and be able to understand it first go. At least that's how I feel about movies. I don't like to have to rewatch movies unless it's a movie that I like, but I movies should be a one and done, in my opinion. Hey, yeah, like, true, true. Um, yeah. <laughs> what were yeah, you? Yeah, I was Donna? just. I was just gonna say it, you know, it and it sucks on it sucks for me on a personal level just because there's so many good actors in this movie, like yeah. and the director alone, you know, these are these are people you expect to bring a little bit more of the A game, and I mean they're working with what they have, and 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 right. I got it, they they got a vision, and like you said, people definitely are more religious, you know. We also have like Amityville Horror, which also deals with possession in a haunted house and all of that, and. Right. You know, I guess people are just so afraid of hell and, you know, what happens right. that, you know, we just between that and the omen, you know, we just had so many of these like, say, sata- oh, my God, it's satanic movies. And, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I thought we had a satanic panic in the 80s, but clearly the 70s is where this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was where it um, started for sure. You know, so I mean, I I remember stories of my mom saying, you know, that she went and saw this movie, and you know, she couldn't sleep, and she was so scared. Right. And I was like, yeah. why though? <laughs> but why? <laughs> like, what what would you ever need to worry about being possessed? I mean, what what in what world? Um, but I get it. I, I don't necessarily understand it. But I get it. Right. A lot of people don't understand why, like the thing, or why, like the Shining. You know, a lot of people think the Shining's overrated. So I, I get that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, and that's okay. Right, um, right. But, but there's just something about this one. You know, I feel like Katrina. You know, the more I was watching it, I, I found myself checking my phone, and I found myself, my attention was elsewhere because I really couldn't get into the whole mindset of this movie like i need to be captivated and watch everything and right. i don't know it it just it's one that after watching i kind of can see it but not really yeah like i like i i agree i think that it's 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 one of those movies that having rewatched it and being older now like i said it's been over 20 years for me so how yeah. going back and rewatching it and 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 I can appreciate aspects of it now. And don't get me wrong, the last 20, 30 minutes of it are actually really good. Like mm-hmm. the whole, the whole exorcism part of it and 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 the lead up with everything with Reagan is good. Don't get me wrong. I like all of that. And the, you know, I, I feel like they can probably get to it a little bit quicker. Um mm-hmm. And 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 we're gonna kind of get into this with the neck with with Exorcist Believer, um, but you know I think that there's a way to tell this story that's just quicker, better, um, and obviously we're in the minority. Um, that m- like so many people love The Exorcist and will claim that it's one of the best horror movies ever, um, and which I always find like kind of crappy. Um, too because like it's like whenever people claim like some older movie is oh it's the best movie ever made and i'm like so you're shitting on all the other movies that come afterward (laughs) and saying that nothing's ever going to be better or compared to it and everything like that and i'm like y'all are lying okay because you are holding this thing up to a pedestal that nobody else can reach in your personal opinion and that's fine it's your own personal opinion right yeah it's the best thing ever 
Yeah. If it's your personal opinion, though, because some people don't want to say some that they don't, don't like yeah. something because everybody else does. You got to be objective. Like, really, do you really yeah. like this movie or do you saying you like it because it's on everybody's top right. 10 horror <laughs> movies of all time? I exactly. mean, exactly. I respect the art. I just don't think it's that great. Exactly. And that's how I feel about it at this point. It's just like it's a it's an okay movie. I respect mm-hmm. what they did. I respect that the time and period it it, it came out in and that it 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 captivated everybody. Um right. and it d- did well and it's become this classic. And I'm not gonna shit on that at all. I'm not saying that it's not a classic and that it's not doesn't deserve that because it does. No, but hell yeah, it does. Definitely. Or, yeah. I mean that that's one thing I will never shit on anybody's cupcake i mean this is this was your vision this was what you wanted to do do i particularly think it's the best no but it is it is good for the time that it came out and it is good for what it was um you know we we have a single mom who's a movie star and she's dealing with a you know, I almost felt like it was like dealing with a teenager. Like that was the adolescent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's what being a teenager feels like. You're going through all of these changes, not necessarily the ones that Reagan was going through. But, you know, <laughs> she's she's dealing with things. She has no idea what she's supposed yeah. to do. So what can you do? You know, you reach out and you have luckily, which I thought was hilarious, that she has a, a priest that was hanging out at her house when they had the party. <laughs> right. Happened to be sitting there kicking back with drinks and whatnot. And you know, lo and behold, he has a hookup and that guy has to get a hookup and, you know, then they do this thing. And it's like, I I really, I don't know. I just wanted more. I wish we had more yeah. of Max von Sydow. I wish we had more, more backstory on Father Karras. I mean, we got yeah. that little blurb, like you said, but I needed more. I need more exposition on everybody to know exactly why. But in I'm a better to be way fantastic. than they gave it. Too, in a better did... way. Yeah, we did get some, but it just came in in such weird little drips and drops and everything like that. That it was just like, I don't know, that's not really enough. And I, I did want to mention something that was crazy, too. You go back and watch something from the 70s or 80s or something like that. And you see all these things where you're just like, that shit doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and the one thing that I noticed the most in this was everybody was fucking smoking. Like, even Everywhere. in the hospital, they in were the lighting hospital. up. I noticed that when I saw that, I was like, they would have just kicked your ass to the curb. What is going on here? That's how it was when we were kids in the 70s and 80s. Everywhere was like, and you would go to the restaurant and it was filled with smoke. You'd go on the airplane. It was filled with smoke. Like it was disgusting. Like people smoked anywhere and everywhere they could. Yeah, and when they like, showed them in the hospital, I was dying. I was like, oh my no. God, there's no way, man. <laughs> there's no way. But they did. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, you know, Katrina, like, I don't know if you noticed that, but it's like, it's 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 crazy kids these days. They don't even know I, what that was like. When, when I first, like, found out that, like, smoking was, like, in some way kind of, like, banned from being in films, unless, like, I I kept noticing the lack of it, and then I started noticing like after a certain year, like the content that I was watching, it started happening more like further Uh back. And then also in the movies that play in the theaters now, there's a um, there's a blurb at the end of it. So, you know, there's that blurb about like there was no mistreatment of animals. There's also a blurb. at the end if they're smoking in the in the movies, it says 
there was no sponsorship or something to include the portrayal of tobacco use or something like that. <laughs> Holy crap. And I think that I think that is a very interesting like blurb that they have to include because right. smoking is so like like well it's like not great when they health. Yeah. Well, it's like when they make movies about the 70s or 80s nowadays and they like you see a bunch of people smoking in, in those and stuff like that. That is still not nearly as much as you saw no. in the fucking Exorcist, because literally every scene somebody was lighting up and it was just like, holy crap, everybody was smoking constantly everywhere. And that's literally how it was in the world, because yeah. not like it was so commonplace that people could just like, you know, let's you know, pop a cigarette in our mouth like like we said, in the hospital where you would think would be like a no-go because of all the oxygen and equipment and everything yeah. else. Like, no, nope, no, nope, everybody was smoking. Everywhere. The doctors were smoking. The doctors like, would be smoking. Yeah. And now at least, and and I think it was the late 80s, early 90s when they put in a full ban on cigarettes in public areas like restaurants, airplanes, um, just everywhere they were like nope no more smoking everywhere we know the dangers of it now we're going to ban it everywhere and they there was a pushback on it but they managed to to get it kind of banned everywhere but designated smoking areas and so and I that mean, was part back of it when too. cars were being made back then there was literally like cigarette lighters in the car yeah 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 and ashtrays yeah like, and not just cigarette lighters. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. it was such like a big deal like i i I can't imagine that being a thing now with like vape pens. Like I can't imagine <laughs> just having like, like being able to like, I don't even know what they would have like a specific USB that like you can charge it with. Charge like, it, I, I like, needed, like I like, or like, or like maybe, or may, maybe with like, if weed gets legalized, maybe they'll start including that shit again with like weed. I don't, I don't no. know. It's just no, very interesting. No, I just think that's funny that the, you know, that, that, this, you know, is such a throwback movie. Like when you watch something like this, um, that you notice those things. Just it's so weird. Yeah, and, it's uh, wild and, and, and kind of obnoxious at the same time. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a. Uh, but you know, I I I liked the the performances in this. I think everybody did a good job. Uh, mm -hmm. You know. Like that, and that's the thing. Like as much as as much as I sound like I'm shitting on the movie and everything like that, I don't think it's a terrible movie. I don't think it's bad. I just think it could have been, um, edited slash written slightly better. And I know the I know the writer of the book wrote the the screenplay, so mm -hmm. uh, William Peter Blatty. Um, and and it's not a bad story. Again, I just think that it could have been. I think it's mostly just editing. Uh, could have just punched it up a little bit better and 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 made some of it quicker and, and more interesting uh to begin with um like earlier in the story because it just seems to take a while to get to a, the point so but I, I i like everybody's performances um uh um oh god i'm totally blanking on everybody's names right now which um, one max one side or ellen Burstyn, no or? ellen burston yeah she she's great um and then uh, Reagan, I can't, Linda Blair, um, she was really great uh, in it too. I mean, being like 12 years old and having to do the weird shit that she had to do and everything is just like, it's a great performance. So it is like, a really I, good I, performance. Yeah. Like she's like, she's still a kid, you know, she's not into the, uh, 
she's not in that whole Dakota Fanning where they're like child <laughs> actors, but they they act like they're forty five years old. You you very much believe that she's a kid and she doesn't know what's going on and you know all of this stuff is happening to her. I feel really bad for her, and then I felt bad for Linda Blair and the actress because I mean this poor kid got death threats off of this movie and that was ridiculous. It's like an acting what? job and. Yeah, it, uh, you haven't heard these stories. Okay, so no. apparently, yeah, so apparently uh, the director, uh, William Friedkin, he had to hire bodyguards for her for six months because she got death threats after this movie. Wow. Like, it's ridiculous. People, people were completely unhinged, and it's like, can you not separate the that this is fiction? Like, she's an no, actress. People still not- can't do that. Yeah, I know. It's it's terrible. That's a terrible thing. Um, but yeah, he actually had to get bodyguards for this for this child. And this was her first wow. like huge major role. So can you imagine? I don't think I would even want to act after something like that if somebody came at me like that. Right. Um, you know, this this movie, it shook a lot of people. I mean, to it their did. core. It was it was it was like that's the thing. Like, I mean, and you know, I was born the year after this came out, but it was still a phenomenon well into the 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, and 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 just it was still shaking everybody to their core, even at that point. Um, and, and and you couldn't you know be helped because the satanic panic shit was going on again. So everybody was just like freaked out by it. And that's why. I really think that's mostly why it's like everything surrounding it more than anything else is what kept it feeling like it was so much better than it was. And again, Mm -hmm. it's a good movie. I don't think it's a bad movie, Um, but it's just I feel like the everything around it made it even more so um, Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. So. And then we also got to give it up that it is, you know, one of the first horror films to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it it clearly it clearly went a it struck a chord with a yeah. lot of people. Yeah it, yeah, it really did. Um, you know, and I can tell you, it was definitely one of my mom's favorites. Like I said, she went yeah. and saw it, and it it freaked her out. And I can only imagine, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, once again, not crapping on it <laughs> i know it's it, it, <laughs> yeah. is a, it is a solid film but for me the, the pacing and and kind of the way the characters didn't really kind of click for me i think that's that's my biggest problem um you know and then yeah. we also have the ouija board thing you know that allegedly started the whole thing and, <laughs> and i'm like why is it always the ouija board come on we gotta <laughs> right we got to do something else. <laughs> I would rather be anything. I would rather be the Necronomicon than <laughs> to be a Ouija board. I just feel like that's such a cheap shot. I don't know. Well, um, and it's so funny too because the Ouija board that we see in that is just the one that was put out as a board game thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's not an actual spirit board. Like it's just I don't know. That whole concept is pretty much like bogus. So yeah. it's just so funny. Have y'all watched any of the other sequels in in this particular, not the one we're going to be talking about, but any of the? I have not yet. It is on my agenda to do. Um, I do want to watch the other ones, especially uh, Exorcist 3, because I know there's a lot of people who love that one. Um, And uh, it's it's one I'd like to check out. 
So. Yeah, when you do, let me know. <laughs> That's all. I just <laughs> I need to talk over the other ones, but I need to have somebody else watch them because nobody in my yeah. house watch them. So. <laughs> all right, um, Katrina, did you have anything else you want to say about uh, the Exorcist the original? No, I didn't really like. I, I, like I wasn't paying attention for like half of it. <laughs> so it's like I can't really talk about any of it. And I don't have that. I don't have that like childhood like experience that y'all got yeah. going on your bonding and everything. <laughs> so I'm just like, I just like I I uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys are okay, we'll go ahead and move on to the new sequel, Exorcist Believer. Uh, which is directed uh, by uh, David Gordon Green, who uh, previously has directed the uh, most recent Halloween trilogy, uh, the much uh, controversial trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this uh, movie itself has gained quite a lot of controversy uh, because there's a lot of people who hate on this movie. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I actually like this one. <laughs> and I thought it was a, a lot better than the original. So... Okay, um, so we're going to get a lot it, of hate for this. I, liked we're it. Gonna... <laughs> I actually like this one. Yay! Um and and I I know people it's it's completely split or mostly a lot of horror people really detest this yeah. one. They really really hate this so one. So I honestly think people are fucking crazy. Um not because I th- necessarily think that they <laughs> don't that they shouldn't not like it, but there's uh-huh. some, some of the criticisms that I see about it are one. It's always just people shitting on David Gordon green. Cause it just seems like the popular thing to do these days. Right. Um, and then some people complaining that um, uh, Ellen Burstyn's uh, character doesn't really, if you take her out, it wouldn't um, do anything for the plot. Um, and so I think that there's, the, the, there's only one reason for her being in there and that's to get us to the very end of the movie because uh-huh. I believe that th- that plays into the sequels um, um, and that yes I can understand why people are upset about that and she didn't have much of a part or whatever but she served her purpose for that um, and that you and we'll get into that um, but yes I just <laughs> wanted to remind people we're going to get into spoilers so <laughs> Uh, but yeah no what did you think Katrina real quick I really like this one it held my attention throughout the movie (laughs) and I came out of the movie feeling like okay yeah I could watch that again which are all things I didn't feel for the first one so Mm -hmm. yeah I really enjoyed it yeah it was it was really good I liked the pacing of it I thought it was actually kind of like freaky compared to the first one like it actually had some like really good freaky moments and right. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I think that you know for you, Katrina, because you you are um like more freaked out by the supernatural stuff. So yes, this yeah. <laughs> so the, this one plays more for you in a lot of ways. It gets more onto your nerves a bit, right? Like in, in the good way, being more scary. I think I my only thing about this type of like paranormal stuff is I don't believe in ghostly possession. 
right or i believe possession. in ghosts but yeah. yeah like i i don't i don't believe that things that are not human can can possess human bodies but i yeah so it was it was i think the freaky aspects came into it for me for like a lot of the like body stuff like the same right. stuff that like i get like freaky like that's freaky in the saw movies and stuff like those those kinds of things i think or like the stuff that happened and talk to me like i'm not even gonna get into like the stuff that happened in that movie <laughs> but it it's all kind of like that kind of like yeah you can feel the like mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable watching it yeah because you yeah. can kind of like empathize or sympathize with like what's happening like on a human yeah. level definitely um donna have you seen talk to me i haven't seen it oh, okay yeah, <laughs> don't so spoil it say anything no 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 but that's also a possession movie so i mean you know there's there's again there's certain possession movies so i wouldn't say i'm not a fan of possession maybe just i mean maybe, maybe kind of religious maybe i'm not a fan of the exorcism movies i think that's where i'm at maybe that's it yeah i that think that's that's right. what it is you know because i don't mind people being possessed like bodily possessed by things um, by demons or demonic entities or whatever like that as long as it's i mean that happens in the, cool. the stuff that you like the, the evil dead stuff so yeah exactly so evil dead talk to me you know there's other things that i can't think of off, off the top of my head at the moment but yeah definitely other things like that I, i'm not into exorcism movies i think that's that's the issue i have is like the religious because i'm not religious um and so i don't really get into that um that kind of stuff doesn't freak me out. Um, but yeah, no, this movie is so good. Like you've got two little girls, although you can tell one is the main character in this, right. like the main actress in this. Um, and it's very obvious from the beginning and you know, they where it's not kind of obvious in the trailers. Um, and then, you know, it's very obvious once you start watching the movie and I really enjoyed the, what they did with it bringing in the other cultures um the other uh, the other religious uh, aspects of things i wish they would have done more into that um and maybe they will later in the later installments um but uh that was that was an aspect that i really did enjoy about it was that was one that i really enjoyed too that we got to see not only the Christian, not only the Catholic, we also got to see the Yoruba voodoo priestess and her kind of having this moment and them just kind of all working together. I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. And showing that there is a shared commonality between those beliefs and and stuff and, and working together to try and see what might work. Because obviously the, you know, the, the maybe the Catholic stuff wasn't working and, mm-hmm. and, and everything. And so it, it was it was very cool i liked it i like the actors in this um I, go ahead katrina i i also like that in the in the movie it kind of pointed out some of the kind of like criticisms that you could have with the class the catholic church about how he the priest he wanted to help and he was like he like stayed outside in his car and was like praying and all that stuff but he couldn't go inside because the rest of the clergy said no and i think that that's i i honestly i'm not religious either and so i didn't realize just how much the clergy 
has a say in how each individual priest acts because at least for Catholicism, it's all very much, uh, you have to save face. You have to well, protect the, the reputation of the church and all of that kind of thing. And it it's, I know that part of the reason why he couldn't was that it was dangerous, but I felt like more of it had to do with the kind of social political reasons why he wasn't right. allowed to do it because if it mm -hmm. was just about his date like it, it being dangerous he could he like they could have let him do it if he really wanted to but he i don't know that's how well, i kind of viewed that entire thing well you kind of see the process a little bit in the first exorcist as well there are certain criteria that has to be in place mm -hmm. um for them to even think about doing an exorcism um, like a full-on real exorcism um, because a lot of things can be, and you see it in the first one where a lot of things can be uh, mental more than right. like an actual possession. So people like can do and say the, and do uh, lots of weird things. Yeah. Like when he threw the tap water and it wasn't holy water and, you know, yeah. Reagan was kind of writhing. So yeah, they do have to yeah. go through those rigorous tests um, just so that they can give that go ahead. But you're right. It's a lot of, a lot of angles oh, yeah. that they have to shop before yeah. they can do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they want to make sure that if they're involved in something that they're not going to be blamed if it goes wrong. Um, you know, and so it's, and that was, that was a good aspect of it. It was good that, you know, they, they showed that, you know, he, he couldn't do it, but he was trying to at least be part of it in a way by not being involved directly. Uh, until he then did and then did the most stupid thing ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just but yeah, this was so much more of a fun movie. Like and 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 part of it is because they hit the ground running. Um, you get this short little prologue um, beforehand um, that, you know, and then um, that plays off in the end. Um and then you get kind of right into it. You the the girls go missing, and then when they come back, they're both like obviously something's wrong. They're possessed, and things happen quickly. Um, they this movie didn't. Um, it it wasn't a slow burn like that. And I like again, I can appreciate a slow burn, but I like it better when it's not too slow. Um, right. You know what I mean? I mean, the pacing so, was perfect for this because, like yeah, you said, the... we, we get that little prologue at the beginning and then we get to see the families and, you know, there's there's little pieces. And I love the fact that the girls were friends and they were connected. And that's why right. we have both of them being now possessed. Um, it was it was actually surprisingly good i did not go into this movie expecting to like it because i had already seen the exorcist and i was like eh, it's it's not gonna be that great and i enjoyed it i was it was yeah it was a good film i i could see myself re-watching this more than i could see myself re-watching the exorcist <laughs> yeah well and that's the funny thing too because that's where a lot of people are coming at it and they're like oh my god william Friedkin friedkin would be like turning over in his grave about this movie and it's like probably okay have you guys true but have you guys understood that most of the exorcist sequels have been crap 
Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, if you guys really feel like this one's crap, that's <laughs> fine. But don't act like this is like some untouchable. And that's how they do it. They're like, oh, this is some, they should have never made this movie. The, the, this this is a sanctified you know, series. No, it's not. It's had shitty sequels just as much as every fucking yeah. you know, horror franchise has. <laughs> Trust me, so, when you get to Exorcist 2, you <laughs> you talk about crappy sequels. Oh my gosh. Well, and then the um, Exorcist prequels too, like are yeah. like, you know, not great from what I've heard also. So and and then a lot of people and you know, not to be this person, but I am gonna be this person. A lot of people are just like, Oh man, this is so woke. Like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How is this a woke movie? I don't understand. I don't think you know what woke means, but no, this is not no, woke. I have heard no people because the black girl lives and the white girl. People dies. think that everything that's why is... it was woke to people. And Seriously? it's like, it's, yes, I've heard that. I have heard that that that's what people have complained about. Oh well, the black girl died, or the black girl lived, but the white girl died. But did they and not see like, that the the white dad was the one that made the choice? I mean, right? The de- I mean, the, when the demons lie, the, if we start, if you've seen the first Exorcist, even Marin said demons lie. So when they're you telling see you any to make a Exorcist choice, movie, demons yeah, lie. Then like, don't don't do what the demon wants you to do. Just ignore it. <laughs> I mean, it was that right? simple. Um, it, that's the thing that just irritates me. It's like, well, if it had been reversed would you still think it's woke or would you just think it's just a shitty movie? I, I just want to know, um, you know, and obviously we're not going to know that, but yeah, I like the story just because once again, we have a lack of, of faith. We have, um, you know, we find out the, the twist at the beginning, you know, when uh, the husband is having to choose between his unborn child and his wife who he needs but to he pick. Ac- yeah. He actually chose the wife, which in the beginning, Katrina and I both were like, because we've had this discussion, we've my mm-hmm. wife and I have had this discussion that if it comes down to, you know, the wife or the child, they should always choose the wife. Like, that's your partner. That's the per- you can maybe have another kid after you can you can have another child or adopt. I mean, yeah, or adopt. Really. You don't like that was what was so frustrating. And then we were just like, oh man, he chose the child. Like, and we knew he would because that's the whole movie. But right. it was just still like. That sucks. And then you find out later that he did choose the wife. Yeah, he said, and it nope, was like, oh wife. shit. <laughs> um. So, and then the demon uses yeah, that, that was that was a him. pretty shocking moment in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think a lot of people probably have a problem with that alone because you know we're in such a fevered state of oh we need to save the unborn. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? It just we're in that climate right now, and I. I didn't see that coming and I feel like I should have. I feel like I should have seen that he yeah. chose the wife. But um Same. but you could tell he really was he still loved this child and was devoted to the exactly. child. And, I mean well, for sure, yeah. For him to be out there looking for this girl and wanting to you know, the relationship he and his daughter had was to me was far better than the relationship that the other parents oh, had yeah. with that kid. Absolutely. Um, and I, I don't know. I I really enjoyed seeing the different aspects. I'm just one of those people. I'm always so happy when I see Black people represented in horror movies on screen. And we're always from different facets and different walks of life. So to me, I thought, oh, well, this was really a brave and bold thing to, yeah. to have not only have two girls, not only have two girls being possessed, and then to have all of these different religions coming together, and then to have 
the ending that we get, I was just like blown away by it. And I think that's why I liked it so much. It was so original. Go ahead, Katrina. Was the priest white or I can't remember. He was, I think he was Latino. I want to say. Yeah, I think it was Hispanic. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I Latino thought was that he was a not white, like Catholic priest. I mean, like Catholicism is, is very, very prominent in like Hispanic countries. But right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like it was cool seeing that somebody in America was like a Hispanic priest. I thought that was right. interesting as well. Yeah. Like another, no, and another I think again, addition to the diversity in this film. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And I think that was also, you know, with some of the woke complaints was like, you had a more diverse cast. You had the uh, um alternate religions um represented and stuff like that. And I think that's what bothered people like some, some people. Um, but again, yeah. I think most people who looked at this and went into it their most of their complaints were, um, you know, about David Gordon Green and, and or, you know, and I saw people I respect um having issues with the movie and some of their complaints were about the Chris McNeil character's position in it um, and uh, and all of that. And I can I can somewhat understand that. That's fine. Um, Some people were just like, oh, this was a good movie. It just shouldn't have been called Exorcist. It shouldn't be shouldn't have been part of the, the, the franchise. And I'm like, yeah, hmm. but why? Why couldn't it have been there, you know? And again, I think totally, and this is um, uh, this is what I was mentioning earlier, is that I think Chris McNeil's placement in this movie was to get us to Reagan. That was right. all it was, was to introduce her, get her to help bring this group together um, to help exercise this demon out of these girls and then to bring Reagan into the mix that'll be in the next couple of movies. Right. Um, I think, I think the only that's thing largely I, the whole reason. The only thing I really didn't like about them bringing her character back is that, you know, she herself even told um, the dad, I think it was uh, Leslie Odom Jr. that yeah. played the dad. She even told him, well, I was I was never in the room when the exorcist happened, when, when the exorcist right. was taking place. And then she willingly goes into this house. Not granted, she's a mom and she wants to help, but I wish they hadn't have had her be blinded i mean you know i know yeah she was going there to assist but i would have liked for her to at least maybe if she had just talked with him and given him some backstory and then have them have reagan show up at her house i i felt like you know blinding her i felt like that was just too cruel you know yeah she was already yeah. going through not seeing her daughter and now she literally cannot see her daughter um it, it's <laughs> That was a little rough for me. I, I didn't like, you know, the fact that she came out just to be maimed. And like you said, of, of course, the reconciliation between her and Reagan to set up all of the other movies. But I, I wish they hadn't have wounded her so terribly. That didn't sit well with me. Um, and I know I'm being smaltzy, but... <laughs> That's kind of nitpicky, no. but that's that's the that's the only thing that I was just kind of like, ooh, they, she showed up just to get hurt, and I guess they wanted something shocking to happen to a legacy yeah. character, which, you know, that's I guess it's okay, but which they do I, like you've seen this, we've seen this, and I just saw this online today too. Somebody was like, oh, which which one of these shouldn't have been like it, it which one of these legacy characters shouldn't have been in. Um, like a more recent thing, and it was like mm -hmm. Lori, um, Sally from uh, Texas Chainsaw, and uh, oh man, who was the other one? Uh, I don't remember, but it was somebody else who 
I think died in in mm-hmm. in the more recent thing. And it was just like, yeah, because Sally's character didn't serve much of a purpose. She gets like, you know, spoiler warning in the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. of the Netflix version. She dies, like dies right. quick too. So it's like she puts up barely any fight. Um, and so it is kind of a waste of a character. It's like, why even bring her back if you're going to kill her off like that? Um, you know, at least with Lori, Lori fights and and wins, you know. So um, but yeah, it, it's 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 weird when they bring back legacy characters and they just don't get me wrong. I think it's fine if you're gonna do that and you're gonna mm-hmm. maim them or kill them or whatever like that, but like it's different when it's somebody like you know. Again, spo- spoilers for a reason-ish movie. Uh, Scream 5, when Dewey dies. Um, that's a legacy character. But his carried so much emotional weight right. to it that, like, that one hurt. And that's why it meant so much. And that's why you had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like you, you can do it, but you have to make it worth it. And I just think that, like... That's the one that is the one criticism I would have with Chris's Chris McNeil's like character in that is being blinded and then not ever being able to see her child yeah, again. That didn't um, sit well with just, me. Yeah, it was just it felt cruel. And again, demons are cruel. So mm-hmm. but it just feels like, you know, as the writer, you're just being very cruel about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Katrina? Anything else you want to mention about it? Can't think of anything off the top of my head. You guys have like <laughs> really hit you like you guys have really hit like all of the points that like I was going to talk about. So like <laughs> sorry. It's okay. But that it, I yeah. I like the movie. It was very diverse. I like seeing diverse characters and diverse stories yeah. being told mm-hmm. on screens. Because it, it sucks to keep watching the same shit over and over and over again and Seriously. it's nice to have something new and especially with horror movies things can get kind of redundant and it, it and i feel like horror movies kind of run into not having diverse casts because a lot of them run on lower budgets and like i feel like that's an excuse that a lot of them make but you can make really good horror movies with diverse casts and i think they're honestly like better films when they have a diverse cast Mm -hmm. no absolutely i mean you know again yeah go ahead ahead. no No, no, i'm just gonna say i really like what they did with this because you know like katrina was saying you know we've got the priest and we've got um i i really love the backstory on the nun who was the um yes. nurse yeah. and then oh, we yes, find out that yeah. she was almost a nun and that she had a baby but you know that that blew my mind and i was like you know here it is this is like a really loud message to all of these people who you know think that you're a terrible person if you don't have a baby because it's not what you want at that time right and here she is risking her life to help these two girls yeah. I was just, uh, you know, going full in to do the exorcism because the priest couldn't. And she, you know, he hands her the book. I thought, man, you know, he's passing her the torch. He already knows, but he's letting her do it. You know, all of these things made this movie so much more compelling to me. And and the love that that dad had for his daughter. Not that the other parents didn't love their daughter, but 
he just he just fought harder for his kid and i yeah i really love that you know the fact that he remembered to go get that Grab scarf that, scarf. that she wanted yeah. it, it that those little things matter i i cannot tell you um just knowing that someone cares that much for you and is willing to go however far and then have all of these people in the community i think one of the guys was like what his next door neighbor or he lived in the neighborhood along with the priest and you know he was just yeah. every time i saw him i thought of drew carey and i know he's not drew carey but that's what i <laughs> thought of when i thought but he was just such a nice person you know he was just there being so supportive of his friend and you know yeah, just yeah to see that what it made that exorcism feel like yeah these these girls have a fighting chance you know and then to have right. that heart-wrenching scene of that girl you know being sucked down into hell i was like oh my god oh my god yeah, I, yeah. you just you damned this girl that girl's gone that's it and i, I yeah. was i think that <laughs> shook me more than anything <laughs> it's like that one yeah that. Th that was so rough i was just like oh my god i can't believe they're showing that like her being yeah. pulled into hell like that it was just that was cruel. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have probably been the scariest thing for me as a parent. It, just to think, uh, you know, right? I, once again, I'm one of these people just like you guys. I'm not religious at all. But my God, I can only <laughs> imagine if I damned my kid. You yeah. know, it, they, they truly believe in their faith. They're going to be tormented for the rest of their life because they know this yeah. girl is gone. Um, yeah, For me personally, it was a great watch. It was it was a fun watch. I definitely would watch this again. Like this would be in a rotation. I hope that they can stick the landing if they're doing sequels or when the sequels come out. I really, yeah. really hope they can. I hope yeah. so, too. There's been talk of him not directing the next one. He'd still write it, um, I guess. But it, there's I guess there's been so much flack about it that you know he's talking about or there's rumors that he might step back as a director but it's probably just people's wishful thinking yeah. um because <laughs> i i honestly i still katrina and i talked about this last year um with the halloween trilogy that he did he i that is a great halloween trilogy in my opinion um i know there's a lot of people who don't like especially the last movie but i thought it was good for what it what it was doing you know so i'm in the camp that doesn't really like that last movie <laughs> i felt i if if you're doing a movie that is supposed to be the end of michael myers why is half of the film about some random ass dude that got introduced in this movie like that's my opinion on it i could go on a like a 30 minute rant about how <laughs> this movie like betrayed me and betrayed the the honor of Michael Myers as like a character and as like a like as a villain like you made Michael look weak and I think that is a terrible thing because Michael Myers has always been this like insanely like strong character yeah exactly like and there's no rhyme or reason for what he does and then you go and do this in the last movie and make him this weak old brittle old man fuck that yeah, but, like i'm sorry but see that's but, like, what i liked about it so <laughs> i know because michael is michael he shouldn't like why weren't we seeing these weaknesses in the past few movies he literally got stabbed in the fucking neck and killed all because of those this movie was four years later after that moment. Oy. But that still so. shouldn't mean that. I, I, oh, yeah. Moving on. I'm sorry. <laughs> so 
I I'm going to just put this out here, and I don't know if there are anybody that's making these movies or listening, but could we please, for the love of God, or whatever deity you choose, have an actual prequel about Father Marin so we can see exactly what he encountered well, that gave him the heart the issue? I'm they not did talking that. about... They did they did two two prequel movies, Dominion I and one. Yeah. <laughs> I said I mean good ones. <laughs> All right. Because well you have to clarify because they did do two the of Dominion, the same damn movie. Those movies do not we need something that's gonna give me real tangible, <laughs> believable <laughs> facts. I, I want a good Hollywood movie like this. Like I I yeah. just want somebody to break it down. And and once again, since we already had the Yoruba religion, bring in some more religion from different right. aspects, and and flesh that out. I would rather see I would rather see any priest going through anything else than just a a regular run of the mill, you know, demonic possession. This right. was a fresh take on that, and I and I enjoyed it. I really did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, woke or not, I I don't care. It it was really good. To Agreed. me, it held my attention, and it and it did what it was supposed to do. Absolutely I think that agree. I think that this movie specifically, compared to the first one, it did a good job at making all of these characters feel like their own individuals, and they had their own motives and their own like aspirations and their own backstories and all of this and they did a really good job at doing that within the same amount of time that the original one was given this movie was 11 one... minutes shorter than the first movie and told more story I, I like uh, the <laughs> like being like i could not tell you the characters names after i finished that first movie after i had just watched it <laughs> i i i couldn't i could barely tell you the name of the girl who got like possessed like that was how much that this movie did not one grab my attention and two didn't really flesh out the characters in a way that made me feel connected to them in the story right right and the this movie did a much better job at doing that in a much shorter time so it's not that the original movie is necessarily bad but it definitely could have been done better and other horror films at the time did do better mm -hmm. at fleshing out certain characters mm -hmm. and and I things agree. like that and so i feel like it was just a uh, a lack of of good writing maybe or a lack of like direction like like i'm not sure if they rushed it or what but like it just felt like it could have been done better and they did do better. And I, I, I think that that's something to like say about this new one is that I felt more connected to all of the characters mm -hmm. than I did in for the original. So y'all heard it here on creeping geeky <laughs> that we all like the new exorcist better than the original. <laughs> that's your hot take for the day. I mean, they can come fight me. I don't really care. Oh, they can come fight me too. <laughs> they all know I'm full of hot takes. I mean, it's so. it's it's your, our own personal opinion, and you exactly. know, it's and your opinion is it's you know, The Exorcist is one of the best horror movies. I will I will give you that it is a good movie. It's just yeah. not one that's for me. That's that's my exactly. only Same. hot take on that. Yeah, I I can guarantee you, I will never watch it again. 
I, I, I did my I did my duty uh, to watching it this time. <laughs> I'm never watching that movie again. There's I'll no probably reason wait for another it. 10 or 15 years before I go back to it. <laughs> be honest. Same. I've, got, I've got no desire, no desire to watch it again. I had no desire to watch it until they made these damn new ones. And I was like, OK, fine. I'll rewatch the original so I can kind of know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, with, with this new one. And that was pretty much it. But yeah, I don't think I'll ever do it again. Regardless, but I I will watch uh two and three, and I'll I'll watch the prequel movies. Um, yes, please, because and... I I have to talk to somebody about those <laughs> movies. Oh my yeah. gosh! And then uh um, people said the Exorcist TV series was really good. Um, so that was good. Yeah, that was really yeah, good. I I haven't seen it either, and apparently that was uh, a legacy sequel ish as well. So. Yeah. So definitely something to look forward to. All right. Well, uh, I am I am done. Uh, I have exorcised these demons. Um, oh so... my goodness! <laughs> he did not. I Lame. did. Lame. Uh, yes. Um. Anyway, so I, I I'm done. Uh. Why, why don't you guys uh tell people where they can find you online katrina why don't you start uh you can find me on twitter or x at rckmnky and there i have a pinned post with all of my other socials that you can follow me at all right and donna uh yeah i am also on x and instagram donna underscore t-h-a underscore dead I also have a podcast, Donna the Dead Podcast, so you can listen to me wherever you find those. Um, and I'm usually a frequent guest here, so I'm I'm sure I'll be back here again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you will. <laughs> Probably pretty soon, even. So, but yeah, no, all right. I appreciate both of you guys coming on. Uh, I had a good time, and uh, I'll see you guys back here soon. Yeah, happy hundredth. Yeah, thank you. Yay! Thanks again to Donna and Katrina for joining me on this 100th episode. On Monday, Nat Bremer joins me for part two in my Chucky series with Child's Play 2 and 3. And on Friday, Violet Hammond returns to the show to talk about Avengers Infinity War. Thanks for listening. Creepy and Geeky is a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at creepyandgeeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm GeekThulu on Twitter and Blue Sky and Geek.Thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.